That's the only thing his stomach can handle, the bowl of soup. <laughs> What's um, up, guys? Welcome to I and Tie with Blair and Josh. I'm Blair. That's Josh. Josh is Blair. I'm Josh. Uh, we're having fun. Season three, episode two. We're doing Tall Tales, Urban Legends. You pick. Uh, episode one of season three, we were doing Tall Tales uh, from Major League Baseball, which I'm going to retroactively pull one. It's not necessarily a tall tale, but it's the thing that I just kind of found it recently. Um, but we'll get into that in just a second. We were we were talking about our buddy being just completely just hammered drunk in uh, in Vegas. By the way, so since me and you won all that money for the Super Bowl, yeah, you got the caught the bug, didn't you? Yeah. So I so I next thing I did is I gambled on the Masters, won like two hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm bet on golf now. Last weekend, I did the same thing. I peppered winners. I peppered top five. So the first day, I put about a hundred bucks down, peppering. You know, I picked like Max Homa, Spieth, Rom, uh, Scheffler, uh, Morikawa, bunch of guys for top fives. And then all of you're them. You're not even tw- betting majors. You're just betting low key tournaments here in, in well, Charleston, South Carolina. Everyone was there though, so it's all sure, the guys sure. that were at the Masters. So that and and the purse was like you know it's like twenty million. So these guys give a fuck. Okay. You know, so like they're trying to win. Like they really give a shit. And I put all the, so I put, you know, I bet 10 bucks per top five. So I bet six guys to be in the top five. So trying to make some money and the odds are pretty good. It's like, you know, 30 to one or whatever it is. 30, 30, 32, doesn't matter. Then I bet winners and that pays out way better, right? It's like whatever. I think, I think if like Max Homa won, it would have been like a four hundred dollar payout or whatever it is for a for a ten dollar bet. Yep. And then I got caught, and I put that in before the tournament started. Day two, I realized you can bet leader after second round. So a couple guys got hot at the beginning of second round. So I'm like, I'm gonna throw because then it paid out really well. So I could bet, you know, two holes in round two, who was gonna be the leader after second day. But leader after second day, so you're just essentially betting on that day then, right? Yeah. So I was yeah. I'm going to put 20 bucks down. So I, I peppered it again. So I peppered in Spieth, who was hot, uh, Hovland, who was, who was the leader after the first day. Yep. I spent another 80 bucks on that and then ended up like Rom was back by one shot. And I was like, fuck my ass. So all my bets I made on that day. Flam. So now I'm, I put 180 down. And I'm I'm waiting, and then I go to the fucking the the music festival, so I can't see yeah. no Wi-Fi out there. Yep. And but I knew that going into the last day that Spieth, Rom, Scheffler, Morikawa was in the hunt. I put a little bit of money on Fowler as well. And I don't know if you watch. If you don't know if you saw the how it ended, did you watch nope. the end of it? Nope, not a second. Jordan Spieth, Matt Fitzpatrick, playoff. Jordan Spieth pooches two putts to win on consecutive holes. He had a two-stroke lead on 18th green. So he had so Fitzpatrick missed, and if if Spieth hits this putt, he wins. Misses the putt, go to the next. So they they both yeah even out, and they go and play another hole. And then he has one. Well, I guess technically one to win, one to tie to keep it going. And the second one he missed to tie to keep it going. Missed. Rimmed out both of them. If he had hit either one of those, I would have walked with like 300 bucks. <laughs> and so goes the fucking case of the gambling. Curse you, Jordan Spieth. He's an Austin guy, too. He's got to do you better than that. 
broke my heart. So then, then I'm like, okay, I'm not gambling. I'm put it down. I'll wait till football season comes around. Should I actually know? Terry's in Vegas. Me and him and boys have been in a group chat talking about the NBA play- playoffs so far. And he goes, throw a couple units down for me, Terry. He goes, how about two game two team parlay? You know, Kings plus six. Then we got uh, a. <laughs> of course, the Kings are in it. Kings, Kings, Kings plus six, and then it's uh, what is the other one? And it's uh, Suns like minus seven or something like that. So it's like three hundred dollar bet to win eight hundred. So Kings I'm like, and Suns though, what's that to meet in the? No, no, it's ju- just for this next game. Okay, okay. So if the if uh, what am I saying? If the Kings win by six or more, win. If so that's the, tonight. You, tonight, you mean? Yeah, tonight. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll text you the the way it looks. But and you need who? You need the Kings and the Clips. No, I need the Kings and the Suns. Suns. Ka- okay. Kawhi's out. Kawhi's out tonight. Draymond's out tonight. Yeah, it's true. So I sent you the betting slip that Terry sent me. Two team parlay. You know, we're putting it's plus six uh, on the Kings, minus seven on the Suns. Putting three hundred dollars down to win seven eighty, total money back to collect about eleven hundred, and then me, boys, and Terry all went in for a hundred bucks each. Okay, okay, okay. That's your biggest bet yet, my friend. Well, I mean, single bet. I mean, we put yeah, it, exactly single bet. Yeah, it's it's. I'm just chasing the. I'm, this is what heroin is like. Just chasing that dragon from that first bet I've ever met in my whole life when we won like eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> That's beginner's luck too. Like you're, you're never gonna. Nah, we were calculated, dude. Yeah, we had a plan. Right. We know what we're doing. We put twenty four bets down, yeah. and if we if we were less cheap fucks, would have walked with easily twelve hundred each. But we just made we put double ten bucks on it, right? If we would have put, we put five per five. bet each way, so ten dollars per each team, per each well, five dollars a bet, twenty some bets. Yep. If we had just gone ten dollars per, we would have. If that had hit, which it did, sure did double, double what we made, but that yeah. paid for the whole trip. Uh, but yeah, so now I'm fucking locked in. But just having the juice, a little bit of juice Take on that it. for you tonight. Then you're gonna be locked in the NBA. Ah, four twenty. Got an edible. Gah. Take a couple oh. eddies. Lock into the NBA games. But yeah, dude, all I, with edibles, all I do is just get lost on like cooking TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> when I got high last time, I got into like the guy that does like what's it called when someone does shoes when they like redo a cobbler. A cobbler, yeah, yeah. I I follow guys does, does like sh- like sh- like boot cobbling. Yeah, okay. Watch that. Is he like sh- cleaning shoes at an airport or is he like remaking? No, no, no. He's taking old beat up boots and he's ripping out the nails, ripping yep, the sole yep, off, resoling yep. them, That's sanding sweet. them. Yeah, That's putting a new sweet. heel in. How are his forearms? I know you showed me that farrier video, probably. Farrier, for those of you who don't know, cleans horse hooves, re shoes horses. How are his forearms? Average he's forearms? Wearing, he's always wearing long sleeves, I'll say that. Uh, and he's being long, modest. He's being modest. But it's but he's it's not nearly as much work as the the farrier guy. Yeah. I mean, this dude has just got he's got veins in his veins. Yes, he does. His wrists are like Tiny, but then his forearms are just shredded. Yep. Like he's like it's like he, it's like he's never had a drink of water in his entire life. No, he isn't. He's just constantly dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. And the horse kicks. He's like, all right, get over here. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's there's this comedian that I like, uh, I forget his name, Amir or something, I forget his last name, but he does bit, he just posted. He goes, uh, I could I could do horse training. You wanna train a horse? Come on, see, yeah, see, yeah, get over here, yeah. Come on, see, come on here, yeah. Come on now, yeah, yeah. Get over here, yeah. Talk like a nineteen twenties gangster like, is how you train how you, a horse. You get a horse to do whatever you want. Come on, say, yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. <laughs> Silly as fuck. Same guy has his one of my favorite bits I've seen in the last, I don't know. We'll say a year. I don't know. But he was, uh, he goes, man, I just spent $7,200 on my dog's surgery to get her new titties, dude. Come on, bulldog, <laughs> a big old pair of titties. Let's go. Your titties dragging across <laughs> the floor and shit. Big ass dog titties. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, man, I fucking love shit like that. I love silly, silly shit. I did a, I did a show the other night, and it was like, this one, one of the guys that was like kind of headlining is this gay dude. Very, very funny. But like the whole crowd's gay. Like they're there to see this guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm going to do all my fucking gay adjacent shit. Because if it works for them, it'll work for anybody. If know it, your if, crowd, baby. Know your crowd. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not really for them. But if they'll laugh at it, anybody will laugh at it. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Like if, if it's if yeah. it's a joke about gays, you better do it. You'd rather do it in front of gays. Joke about blacks, do it in front of blacks. Jokes about fucking dykes, do it in front of dykes. What have you, right? So I did the whole the bit I have about how I'm thinking about blowing a guy just to know for sure that I'm not gay. <laughs> you get any laughs? They like no, it? I mean, yeah, but like, it, it, but he's still like, no, I mean, like, because the joke starts out with like a, it's rational. It's like, how can I know if I'm really not gay yep. until I do the gayest thing I can think of? Yep. And then I feel like if I do that and I, I don't enjoy it, yep. now um, I know. Definitely not gay. Yeah. Definitely not gay. It's like I I don't like halal food. Have you had halal food? Yeah. No. Well, why don't you go try it and see if you like it? Oh, I tried it. Didn't like it. Spit it out. Hated it. And I hate halals and Jews or whatever the fuck you know. So, yeah. and but the way I do it is like you know I would try. I would give. I would. I would try. Blow it. I'm gonna blow it. I'm gonna do a good job. Yep. And I give it a good, the good old college try, man. I couple hard. Yeah. You know. Hard swallow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The gut. Yeah. Six, seven sucks. Pulled out. Mm, didn't care for that. Seven got, sucks. Guess who's not gay? Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. It took you seven sucks to realize you weren't gay. So one, now, through, one through six, I'm like, you know what? This is this is fine, I guess. Suck seven, not for me. Had to be sure. First bite didn't go down good, but if I keep going, maybe there's something behind the rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> you never and know. And you know what? And now I know I'm not gay, but now I'm kind of gay forever. Yeah. Which is yep. the catch twenty two I didn't really take into account when going into this fucking this journey. So now I'm kind of gay, but there's no and the way I go about it is like there's no inverse to this. There's no other way. Like what I'm doing, what I just said makes sense in my head. I think it makes sense in your head, but there's no inverse of that. Right? There's never been a guy who's so straight he walks around like, dude, I wouldn't suck my own dick if I could. And then that guy goes to prison for tax evasion. <laughs> and he's like mouse off to the wrong like Serbian dude in the showers and they gang up on him American history X style and they fucking Ugh. force him down. He's just like, no, I won't do it. <laughs> oh, I love I loved that. That was amazing. Can I have more? Do you guys have more? Can you bring me more? Is that me all you got? I, I didn't know I'd like it. I fucking love this now. That's where you start to lose him a little bit. <laughs> But I, I do fucking three, like one set a week. So I have to like go up there and like not play the hits. I have to work on shit. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So it's just like you, you go up there and you're kind of just like playing from behind because you're like, I don't get it up enough to like, yeah. If I have a joke I want to work on, I have to like fucking. Ugh. All right, there's no open mics for me. I don't do open mics anymore, so I'm just gonna yeah. go up to a show and be like, all right, do some do some old that's that's good, and then I'm gonna roll right into some new that we're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Test flight, oh, you never know. Back to Might my crash uh, this into the ocean. Hey, dude, I'm every time I'm on stage, I'm crash landing the plane. It's all about how many survivors are we gonna have, <laughs> and sometimes it's not many. <laughs> Sometimes it's not even me. I'm dying up there. Yeah. Pilot died. Multiple survivors. All right. So we digress. Uh, urban myths, uh, street legends, just pretty much any tall tale from you got a piss. I got a piss. Season three, episode two. First episode was urban legends, urban myths, tall tales from major sports. So we did base. We did baseball last week. So, this week we're doing basketball, could be NBA, college, high school, whatever the fuck you have. I looked up one the other day. I was doing like a I saw some random uh clip on TikTok and it was Nolan Ryan versus Jose Canseco. And it was young Jose Canseco, home run hitter, versus 44 year old Nolan Ryan. And the catcher behind the plate, 18 years old, is Pudge Rodriguez. Wow. There's a threesome. And you see him, I mean, it's awesome. It's Nolan Ryan just fucking dealing, throwing nasty shit. 44 they go, years old. That's 44 incredible. years old, still throwing gas. Yep. And then I, I looked up and it was like the next, and I went down a rabbit hole of Nolan Ryan. And they were like, he's the hardest throwing pitcher of all time. And I was like, well, he doesn't have the hardest, like what was his fastest pitch? They're like, oh, it was, you know, whatever, like 100 and, 102 or whatever, 103. But what I found out was the way that we measure velocity and speed on pitches is different then than it is now. Back then, they used radar guns, and they put it near the catcher's glove. Today, yeah. we measure it out of the hand. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they so, it loses speed as it gets closer to the catcher. Right. So now we're throwing. So when you see uh, whoever it is throwing 104, that's out of his hand. Yeah, that's Nolan Ryan's throwing 100, 102 at the mitt. Yep. So they calculate he is the fastest unofficial pitch ever at 108.1 miles an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's gas. So they're using old, dated fucking radar guns and they point it at the fucking catcher's mitt. So when it crosses that, it's obviously going to be slower. Yeah. Yep. Out of today, they measure it right out of your hand. So the faster it is, they, it's the peak velocity of your throw is what they're measuring now. Sure. So whoever it is uh, throws a hundred and who's the guy that threw is throwing like gas lately. Um, who's the, who's, who's the guy that's throwing just crazy gas? Oh, what was his name? Can't think of his name, but he's throwing gas. Anyway, there's also a pitcher from like Vanderbilt who's playing football, who threw like 104 in a college game last week or something like that. You're, are you talking, you're talking college baseball. Are you I'm talking, talking like it, the, the guy just said was a college baseball guy, but there's a, there's a couple guys yeah, in, in there's a guy from like Tennessee, like university of Tennessee. who's. Yeah, like throwing but, like 105. 104. But there are guys in the MLB throwing like 100 and like, you know, 102, 103. Or Otani oh, threw 100. The, the, when he threw against uh, Mike Trout, he took 102 or whatever the fuck it yeah, was. Yeah, 101, 102 is kind of the max in the MLB. Yeah, so, th so they're saying Nolan Ryan was throwing 100 and 102, but at the different the different peak when they're measuring it. Sure, sure. Which is fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and he threw like, he, I think he had a perfect game at 
he threw like an I saw I think he hit like eleven, like in a like a twelve inning, no hitting inning, and then he lost on like a like a home run or something because he pitched the complete game. Complete game, eleven or twelve innings, then lost in like a home run. And it was a perfect game to that point too. Probably like never had Tommy John or anything like that either, you know. Well, they say the reason those guys, I mean, they weren't, they said they weren't throwing as hard back then, which is true. You know, they weren't throwing the ball as hard, but they're also pitching every day. Well, yeah. And he was a starter. Like back then, starters threw 120 pitches, you know. Now they throw like 90 pitches. Yeah. But there's something to be said. I saw a thing recently about load management, and they're talking about how the reason that everyone is, is, it's bullshit because we're having all this load management, but guys are still getting hurt. So it's like, where's the, where, what's going to give? It's like, you want to, when guys are playing every day back in the day, we're better athletes now with better technology, but guys are still getting hurt and we're, yeah. and we're using load management. So what's the deal here? Are people becoming more fragile? Are we babying them and not playing through injuries? Like what's going on? And no one, and no one has a, a real answer for it. Because it's, if you think about it, if everyone's being managed, but we have, we've never had more injuries across the board. Talk about the NBA right now. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you're talking about the NBA for sure. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, you're same totally number. right. I mean, player, players are playing fewer games than ever, and there's more injuries than ever. So, I mean, load management on the surface seems like it doesn't work. We'll get into the miss here in a second, but I want to go in on a – so a guy I work with, right, on my team, he's a – my sales gig. He uh, lives in Houston, but he's from the south. Anyway, his cousin is on the – uh, the training staff for the Pelicans, and we were just kind of talking shop about basketball. I was like, dude, what's what do you, what do you do with with Zion? Like, he's like he's still he's clear, but he's not playing. Isn't trusted. What's going on? He's like, dude, my cousin was telling me that this man comes in every day and is eating in the locker room every day. Doesn't go to training. Doesn't work out. Shows up. He's clear. Doesn't want to work. But they can't say what he's doing because it makes it pits them against the player. Yep. Yes. And he them. does. And he doesn't trash his staff because they're his staff. So there's yeah. this weird stalemate happening where he's not getting better yep. because he's not listening to them, but they're yep. saying they're doing all they can. Fucking be hard on him. Tell him the truth. I mean, is there anybody who, I guess there's no like Pelican greats. It's not like you can go back and tab Michael Jordan to come talk to your guy for a second. There's no like Pelican greats that can come talk to him, but like have somebody talk to him. I don't know how AG, I knew Charles Barkley's got a similar body. Man, have Chuck come talk to him. Like, hey, man, you got to figure your shit out. How like, I eating knew McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is not going to cut it. He's three hundred pounds. Look at him on the bench. It's terrible on the bench. He's three hundred yeah. pounds. All time bad body too. He. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like I was fucking say. God, am I retarded? What was I? Yeah. Been trying to tell you that for a while now. <laughs> My autistic, still in the doghouse, by the way. <laughs> tell one person autistic, and it's like the whole world goes to shit. You call me autistic, I'm laughing my ass off. Yep. If you get mad about hearing about someone else calling you autistic, it just kind of proves it, its point. Like you're that's what you're mad about. Who'd you call autistic? Bailey's dad. Oh, my girl's dad. Well, I call to her, to her face, obviously. No, I call her. No, I called her. I called her dad. Uh, I we went to that wedding in Tucson. Yeah, 
and I was hammered and talking to like the groom guy that got married. He's the guy who's coming into the family. Sure. Because Bailey's cousin's the one that was getting married. Sure. And he's sure. like, hey, how you doing? How's it going with Ed? He says it kind of like that. I'm just like, yeah, he's a little autistic, but I like him. And that got back and then to your months lovely girlfriend? Later, he went and told him that. Oh. Yeah. He told him that I said that about him. Really? And then he sat on it for a month or two and then told Bailey like two days ago that I had called. <laughs> like Blair called me autistic. I'm like, what are we talking about here, dude? Keep it yourself, you fucking idiot. Uh, that's good. Why? <laughs> Was he upset? Was he just letting Bailey know? I mean, I'm not happy about it. I mean, she yeah. came to my place on Sunday and then was like, got upset and like, fuck you and left. And we're like, I haven't seen, she's working all week. So we're like, not, we're talking, but like not really talking. And now I'm in the doghouse. It's like, dude, no, it's like, it's a hundred percent my fault. I do it to yeah, myself, for Sure, but it's not lost on me how funny it is to some guys just cheat on their girl and get caught. Some guys call the girl a dumb bitch. Some guys hit their girl. I hammered in kind of a silly way, call her dad autistic to a third party. Yeah. <laughs> Which you don't call somebody. You don't call a person with autism autistic. You're autistic. Yeah. Like you don't. Yeah. I mean, they know, but like you not don't a, tell them a compliment. that. Yeah. But it's like, I'm autistic. Like, what do we Came on that groom for spilling those beans on you too. Like you guys were both out outsiders looking to join the family, and he fucking drops that x amount of weeks later on you. Rat. That's cold. That's a egg, dude. That's no, cold. No code. No. Unforgivable. And now dog. I gotta deal with this shit. Like yep. now this is on me. And now I'm weathering this. But you know what? Also, kind of part of me like it. Kind of like I kind of like that he knows I don't like him that much. Because I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, I respect him, and I, I love his love for my girl. Yeah, of course. But I don't have to like – you don't have to like your girl's dad. You don't have to. It's not It's not required. It's preferred, but it's not required. Even even that. I mean, look, look at it like, like historically. Like how many – if there's any kind of friction between any relationship, where does it come from with the parents? It's the, de- it's the, the new boyfriend. With the dad. And with the dad, because it's like it's men territorial. You're fucking my daughter. Yeah, you'll be better not meeting my baby. That whole thing. Yeah. There's yeah. no inverse where it's like you know, like if my mom didn't fuck with, like Bonnie doesn't give a fuck. Moms don't care. Yeah, it's like oh, you're nice. Oh, I guess they don't fucking give a shit. Dads to the girl, they're like the other girl. They're like, hey. Oh, never. Yeah. Glad my son's not a fucking idiot. You seem cool. Anyway, the saga oh, be make sure you live stream that next encounter with Ed. How's he? How's it going with Bailey? Ah, fucking great. Fine. Fucking fine. All right. Let's do let's get into it, dog. What do you uh you got Poops. some uh so okay. I feel like most of these are gonna be NBA related. Um, I don't really have any. The only one I would think of that's kind of well, it's, I guess it's technically still at NBA, but it's like when who are the two, uh, like Darius Miles and whoever the fuck, like they were like rookies and they're eighteen years old playing for the Clippers and they went to like a high school prom and fucked everybody at the prom. 
You know, you, you know, I'm talking about Darius Miles and oh. the other guy. They're they're 18 years old, drafted out of high school. Sure. And they went to the Clippers, and the Clippers were like a bum organization. Like they had like they're like practicing out of high school, and these guys are 18. They've all this money, and they went and they went to a local prom, and then just banged everybody. Everyone's their age, but they're NBA players. Sure. Yeah. With millions of dollars, and they're just going to a high school prom. I didn't get to go to prom. What's up? No, I've never heard that story. Who is the second guy? Darius Miles. Wow, I forget his name. Corey Maggette. I'm trying to think of some old ass fucking Clippers. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Darius Miles. Darius Miles. I've heard that fucking name in a while. Miles Clippers duo. Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. Quentin Richardson. Okay, Q. So, and we know what's funny is those guys both kind of like were the poster trials for guys that went broke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then they, and you know what they do now is I love, cause I read it. I don't know when I saw it. It was a while back, but these two guys they podcast. Yeah. They live in like, they live one house down from each other somewhere in Florida and they're best friends. They podcast, hang out every day to this day. That's the most beautiful shit in the world. Is the podcast title something I do with smoking weed? Probably. I don't know. Oh, it's called Knuckleheads. That's good. That's a good name, Knuckleheads. Great. God, 90s NBA is just a treat. Just the shit these guys were wearing. Just the suits, four sizes, too small. Excuse me, too large. I remember these guys. They were the they were the kings of this. It, that, exactly. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Beautiful. 90s NBA. What a time. What a time. All right. That's, that's my little honorable mention what do you got i got the i mean i got i got one story yeah one all right let's go i I can bring two but i have one main one world renowned let's go listeners i'm gonna throw you in a time machine i'm gonna take you back to late 60s los angeles (laughs) what's club 54 where was that new york or uh los angeles studio 54 it doesn't matter la I'm going to take you back to some guy, the Big Dipper, Wilt the Stilt Stilt Chamberlain. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard this. There's a rumor he slept with, his claim, 20,000 women. And this claim was made in 1991, so it's not like over the course of his life, right? Like he was in his probably late 30s at this point. 20,000 women he's claimed to slept with. And again, this is probably... The biggest star in the world. He was in big cities. He was in Philadelphia. Then he went to LA. He was seven feet tall. Like he stood out. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's some veracity to this story. Like I, I, I believe it a little bit. So twenty thousand women is the number. So I want to break down some some math this mathematically. So if he lost his virginity at fifteen, this is one point four women a day, which, which isn't a huge number. I feel. Again, if you're the biggest star in the world, you're seven foot, light skinned black guy, handsome, star, rich, hog in LA. On One, yeah, exactly. This guy's Big got a hog on him. 1.4. And then there's a story of a childhood friend. I'm seeing a guy named Tom Fitzu. I don't know. It's a sketch name. I don't know if I believe it. He said he thought he thought Will left high school as a virgin. So that, let's say he lost his virginity 18 for the sake of this, this guy's story that increases the average to 1.5 women a day from the age of 18 to whenever 
it looks like 37 years from when he wrote this book. The claim was made in a book he wrote in 1991. So that's 1.5 women per day. Which 1.5 women per day as a professional athlete, again, this will come later on the story, but I believe orgies and three, four, five sums came oh, into play. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I believe that really came into this. Because I'm, I'm ready for my rebuttal. But here, there's there's a story. His friend. So, again, 1.5 women per day in order to hit this number. Every day for 30 years. 37 years. 1.5 women. But but there's a story. 1.5. Keep that number in your head, friends. There's a story. One of his buddies from his, like, from his playing days, he went to visit Will in Hawaii. Of course, Will, being Will, has a penthouse in Honolulu which makes total sense. His buddy was a like an avid journal keeper, a note keeper. And the he spent 10 days with Will in this penthouse. During those 10 days in Honolulu, he saw Will, he saw Will. This is just a minimum because he saw these women. He saw Will bring home 23 women in a 10-day road trip. That is 2.3. Let me bring you back to 1.5. 1.5 has to be his average. And this little trip alone, he saw 2.3 women per day, which brings his number, if he continues that streak, above the 20,000 number that we're, we're chasing here. All right. So, Blair, I come to you with this question. 20,000 women for the Big Dipper. Wilt the still. And, again, let me, let me take one more side road here. This is peak. Yeah. This is peak. AIDS epidemic. This is like, well, when he wrote the book, his peaked AIDS epidemic. So it's before ninety one. A couple years later, Magic comes out with HIV positive and stuff like that. Magic was banging. This guy has claim. Will also claims to have never have had an STD nor an illegitimate child. Will Chamberlain, pull out king of the the universe. All right, are you ready for a little dirty rebuttal? Yes, please. Are you ready for a little dirty rebuttal? Here's the problem with your logic. And you're trying to break it down per day as yeah. if a guy is going to have sex every single day. We, we were just in the last podcast talking about Fidel Castro. This guy is a dictator who's having women brought against their will to his place. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, five every time. Nut, 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 yep. nut, nut. Not even nut, but penetration counts as sex. In my book, yep. you penetrate once per second, ying, ying, ying. Move on to the next one. That counts. That girl goes yep. on your record, right? Sometimes guys get tired, you know? Now, I'll reference the Wilt Chamberlain bedroom. Well, it's more of an entire floor of a mansion that he just sold. Last. Aircraft carrier. Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's parking, his, he's parking his yacht here, dude. He's parking more than a yacht. This man... If you look at this picture, there's a room, which is pretty much an entire wing of a mansion that he just put up for sale. And it is floor-to-ceiling mattresses, suede, silk, whatever the fuck people bang on. I don't know. Which tells me one thing. This man's having orgies. Now, I know that most of the population doesn't know what really happens in orgies. You can only really assume. I don't want to say I know what's going on in those places, but I know what's going on in those places, and we'll leave that at that. But... Let's say I went to one. Let's say. Let's just pretend let's I say. went to one. Let's just pretend. Hypothetically. If I went to one, let's say it's a mid-sized one. Say it's a pandemic time. People are being safe, which is an ironic thing for an orgy, orgy to happen. Let's say there's 25 people there. 
25 total. I'm one of those, so me out of there, 24. Let's say I walk out of there, and the ratio is like 18 women to seven guys. Sure. I walk out of there, we'll say conservatively, I'm hitting around eight. That's eight in one sitting for a nobody, for a guy just showing up one time. They do this once a month. I, I went there once in my life. Maybe. I don't even know if this is even true. Maybe this is a dream on acid. I don't know. Will put it in his home, a room that can house anywhere from 50 to 100 people. Now, let's say one sub, you want to factor sub, do some math for me real quick. Let's, let's say he does this once a week where he's, and there's a hundred people there. That means he's a hundred person orgy. You see the room? No. You even looked up the the Wilt Chamberlain floor to ceiling mattress. Look it up. It's crazy. Cut it in half. We'll say 50. 50 people. Because an orgy's got to be at least 10, I think. Say there's 50 people there. And we're gonna assume the ratio is pretty good, women to men. Probably five to one women to men. Yeah, probably very, very good ratio. Right. So say he's walking out of there with a, le- a minimum of 20 under his belt. Now do that once a week. Now once a week, that increases his once a week to add to do 1.4 a day. And then one day of those weeks, he does 20 plus. There's your kicker. That's how he does it. That's yep. where you go crazy. Hey, I don't drink that much. But once a month, I tie on like 80 beers. Yep. So now yep. your ratio of how many drinks per day, your units changed. That's what Wilt was doing. Yep. And again, this, this man, is late 60s, early 70s, Los Angeles. This is, keep that, dude, keep this that in is mind, folks. That orgy heyday. There's not even STDs back then, dude. Nope. No nope. condoms. Nope. No HIV. The nope. worst thing you got, this is Wolf of Wall Street times. You get a shot of penicillin in the neck and you keep on fucking. That's right. That's right. I mean, this man is direct. <laughs> The most dude, this, and this is Hollywood. Yep. Like he's sitting there, like, "Hey, party at Wilts? Let's gonna have it at Wilts place. <laughs> you'll, you'll see." He's walking out, tagging people once a week. Think of it like yep. football players. You play on Sunday, you party on Monday, or you party on Friday, you play on Sunday. There's a big blowout party, and there's gonna be a lot of sex involved. I think it should be higher. I think it should be more than twenty thousand. So if you're at an orgy, let's say you're at an orgy, there's a dozen beautiful women there, and you have sex with eight of them. Do you get the dozen? Do you count the full dozen that women that are at the orgy? Or do you only get the chicks you're penetrating? Technically, you're all. I having say that sex. on the podcast. Technically, you're all having sex with each other at the same time, even though you're yeah. not like, you know, human centipede each other at the same time. But, you know, it's what do you want to? If if someone's banging someone, and then that person's blowing you. You kind of having sex with them. Yeah. Transitive transitive properties, right? <laughs> yes. If if Alabama yes. beats Clemson and Clemson beats Ohio State, then Alabama's better than Ohio State. It's transitive <laughs> properties. transitive properties, friends. What is it? What is it? It's uh it's 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 heat transfer. If I heat this up <laughs> and I grab you, then you get hot. Yeah. Or it's like, it's like hey, I'm gonna grab this this hot wire real quick. Hold on to my hand. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe it, dude. I we 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 don't people never talk about that when they talk about like these guys that have crazy numbers. It's like if you're going to one sex party a month, which 
they're going to at least one a week at that. You don't go to one a month. It's like, that's enough. No, it goes up to one a week. Your tolerance goes crazy. So let's say you're at least one. Say you. So how about this? Just for the sake of the metric, if we're saying 1.5 is what he averaged, let's say Monday through Friday, no sex, none. But then he does group sex on the weekend one time with a minimum of 20 people. Now what's 20 divided or 21, 25. That's now it's three. Now it's three a day. Yeah. Now he's tripling the average. That expands your mind, man. It's not just one lady at a time. He's a <laughs> compiler. What you're saying. He's a compiler. He's this is actually, stats. all right, you ready? This is good. This is good. This is ready for, you ready for my urban, my urban legend. You ready for my myth? Yep. In the same range, in the same range, the same realm, the same ballpark, same universe. Magic Johnson. Magic. Paid for an HIV cure. And that's why he's never gotten AIDS. This is a conspiracy. It sounds like it's a conspiracy. It's an urban legend. Conspiracy. So Magic Johnson was diagnosed with HIV in 1980. What was it? Something like the 81, 89. And people knew 90, so, looks like ninety one. People do people knew so little about HIV at the time that they wouldn't even touch him, shake hands. He retired from basketball because they thought it was so contagious. He had to become a shut in because they didn't know how it was being transferred. Yep. So he retired prematurely, and people were like dropping dead. People were like scared of him, right? They thought he was like a leper. Yeah, exactly. People, if you got HIV, AIDS around the corner, dead. Yep. Magic. Has it's been twenty five years now? Thirty years? Thirty two years since ninety one? I'm thirty. Well, I was born in ninety one. I should know better. Over thirty years, and he is thriving. Never been better. Now, the real answer is probably he got on the best drugs possible. They stave it away. It keeps it now. They're able to pretty much with uh, it's called um, prep. Basically, you can like you could have you could be you could. By the way. Only one who's getting who's getting HIV is is gay dudes. I've had multiple doctors ask me. I've 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 had multiple doctors. This can be controversial, but it is true. In multiple states, me being like panicky, like I had sex out of condom, I don't want to have HIV. They're like, Hey, are you straight? Do yeah. Four doctors have said, Are you straight? Yep. Do you have sex with with just women who only have sex with straight men? Yep. Yep. I'm like. Yeah, I don't know any women banging gay men. Like, yeah, okay, then you're fine. And I was like, oh, shit. You get older, you're like, oh, that's kind of the truth. So, tell me a couple things. One, Magic Johnson was having orgies with dudes, 100%. Banging dudes completely. I think him and Arsenio, I think Arsenio Hall has admitted that him and, him and Magic were, like, in a relationship. You know Arsenio Hall? Yeah, absolutely. I'm fiercely yeah. Googling stories here. So, basically, the myth is that, and this is like, you know, kind of like QAnon level shit, where they're like, people that got HIV back then, there is there was a cure the entire time, but just for the rich of the rich. Because it's the whole, like, thing. It was made in a lab to do whatever the fuck. Who cared? I'm getting a little wound today on that, but I don't know, man. Has anybody else in the history of the world ever just got HIV and had it for 30 years. But and was he like never was had he a problem? HIV positive and had full blown AIDS, or was he HIV HIV positive? And that's but what he it is. Didn't have AIDS though, correct? AIDS is what is the so HIV is the precursor to AIDS. AIDS is what kills you. 
Yeah. AIDS is what ruins your immune system. Freddie Mercury. Yep. Rest he, in peace. And Freddie Mercury, flaming homosexual. Yeah. Name one straight man who died of AIDS. I won't be able to do that. Can't do it. Yeah. But the thing is now is like is they've it's called prep, right? So prep pretty much says if you're on prep consistently, if you have sex with a person who has AIDS, you can't get it. It literally blocks the disease from getting in your system completely, hundred percent, ninety nine point nine percent effective. Why do I know that? Got a lot of gay friends. I'm a little gay myself, but that's what what it means. So my thing is Magic Johnson put a little tinfoil hat on, if you will, <laughs> a little tin little tinfoil up top. Everybody at home, put on your tinfoil hat. Get some sketchy shit. Straight man. By the way, you can't be a straight man. You can't be a straight male icon yeah. and openly bald dudes. Everything I'm saying is he claims he got it from a hepatitis vaccine is what everything I'm saying. A contaminated hepatitis B vaccine is how he thinks he got it. Hey. He says it's false that he got it from unprotected sex. Hey. Hey, I mean, here's how I know it's a lie because that's exactly what I would say if I had HIV. Yep. How'd you get it? Banging dudes? No. No, got no. it from a bad batch of vaccine. It was a bad vaccine that had HIV fucking, on it. Fucking what? Fauci. Dog, yo, that is cr- If someone said that today, how'd you get HIV? Uh, the COVID vaccine gave me HIV. What? How would you? What? No. He's balling dudes. Or more likely, it's the 80s. He probably had sex with a girl in her ass who banged a guy who was banging dudes. That's more likely. And that's probably the more likely thing than he was actually having sex with men if he's a straight guy. But I don't put it past any of those dudes back in the 80s. Everything. Richard Pryor has openly said that he used to let Marlon Brando come and bang him in his ass. These are like two icons. Marlon Brando, a sex icon. Yep. From the 60s, 70s, 80s. Richard Pryor, who's like the most famous black comedian since Dave Chappelle, other than Dave Chappelle, he was like, yeah, I just get fucked up off coke and heroin and let Marlon Brando bang me. What? Back then, they were all banging each other, just off status alone. Like sure. power yep. and status. This yep. podcast got dark. <laughs> so I... I I take back what I last said. So it looks like the claim that Magic Johnson got it from hepatitis, uh, tainted hepatitis vaccine by <laughs> yeah. as part of a as part of a study done by Anthony Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci. That that was a claim made made by you can guess that was false. He claims that he indeed got it from unprotected sex. So yeah, I spoke I spoke the exact opposite as what I should have there. Yeah. That was like, that was like a right wing conspiracy. I just I fell into a rabbit hole. I'm sorry. Dude, what guys. are you doing? Are you, are you I'm, on I'm frantically right googling. I'm frantically <laughs> googling over here. But he indeed says he got it from unprotected sex with women who had the virus. Yeah, I guess if women were getting it back then, but I think nowadays it's like once it became kind of known as like it's like because here's the thing. Here's the thing about about HIV is it's a it's a blood thing. And it's about it's about tears in your body, right? So if you don't know when you unless you have an absolute hog on you, you're not tearing anybody's badge open, dude. You're not no. doing it. Nope. But your ass bingo, hence the which is made to go one way. So yep. if you go upstream, yep. 
They're like, yeah. Asses are dainty. It's it's funny how all of the like I found a whole thing about like a bunch of like conspiracy theories and shit from like the NBA, and they're all like none of them are like fun or positive. Like baseball, no. all the shit, base all the baseball stuff. It seemed like was so much like fun and silly, or like yeah. you know what I mean. It was like no one was getting hurt. Every single one of the NBA ones that I found are like really dark, messed up. People are dying, getting hurt. I'm just yep. like, man, where are the fun ones, dude? Gun charges, HIV, AIDS, things like this. What do you have? Do you have any other ones? Mm, let me pull it up real quick. I got one. It is, uh, yeah, this is again, these are like, we're, we're going like pretty, we can't yeah. verify any of these. These are true myths that we have. But the one that I have is the, uh, the Michael Jordan's dad was killed over a gambling debt. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, if you ever, like, looked into, like, how his dad died, like, they say his dad was, like, he pulled off the side of a highway to take a nap when he was driving back home, and then two carjackers uh, took his car, killed him, and then buried his body in the marsh, in the mosh, and they and they, and they they convicted two, like, young black teenagers with the murder. And, Sounds about right. And the, the sketchy part is, like, you know, MJ used to go and, like, golf with whoever and he kind of got into like with some chicago because chicago the mob is still in chicago very much so absolutely yep so the rumor is that he was golfing with a guy who was connected and they were talking shit and they're putting money and then jordan's like you know hundred thousand two hundred thousand half a mil i'll put i out any and one of the guys is like a legitimate like golfer who ended up beating him and then they in the casino that's whatever it was pretty much jordan owes over like a million dollars in and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'll get it to you, whatever. But he doesn't. And then they literally, they go and they, and they kill his dad for retribution for him not paying his gambling debt. Sure, sure. And it's, it's, uh, it, it, dark. Do you see what I'm saying, dude? All the best ones are dark. Like his murder is like weird. Like the guys that like killed, like they're like young kids. And they like, they, they put his body like way, way, way far out, kind of like far than like kids would go and like, the story of where they were versus how far they had gone. It was, it's very like, it's very mob hitty, not yeah. car jackery. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. 1993. Quick scan, quick scan, quick scan. Yeah, I don't know. Michael Jordan's the hardest read of all time, I feel. He's he's tough. Like if obviously if this happened to his father, he would know he's responsible for it. And yet he he still came back and won a couple titles after this event. The first the first uh the the urban legend was first mentioned by Chicago radio personality Norm Van Leer, who spoke such of a possibility on air. Another rumor states that Van Leer stopped mentioning that Jordan's father could have been murdered due to Michael Jordan's gambling only after the Bulls head coach Phil Jackson told him to stop. After an investigation, it was concluded that two teenagers killed Jordan's father in a random act with nothing to do with Jordan's gambling, but that hasn't stopped the conspiracy theorists. Wow, that's interesting. Old Chicago guy is like yeah. the, the, the announcer there. Knows a guy hanging in bad yep. places. Hey, yeah, uh, you work the fucking bulls. Hey, uh, we fucking took old MJ's pops out in the bog. 
Yeah, keeps that fucking motherfucker not pay us our goddamn money. Give me another round, Tutsin. Wouldn't pay us a cent. We fed him to the fishies. Hey, we put him with the fucking fishies. I saw. I think one time there's like, like the the estimate number of like bodies in Lake Michigan is fucking sketch. It's like a crazy oh, sure. number. I mean, you went out there, dude. It's 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 an ocean. It is an ocean. Yep, you can't you can't see the other side. It's endless from the bank. Craziness, great. Um. I mean, another great one is the, uh, again, these are like, these are almost more fun because they're so, they've never been confirmed. Like they're literally just conspiracies. These are less, I guess, I was thinking about doing like the, uh, who's like the Jack Taylor, the Grinnell kid who had 125 points in a college game. Like, like that's a, we have, but we have footage of that. You know, we saw him do it. Sure. Another one would be like like high scoring ones. There was a a guy who scored like 148 in at Rucker Park. I forget okay. his name. He he played for Villanova. I forget what his name. He played in the league for a little bit recently. Or this is like probably like ten years ago. I forget what his name was, but he played. He had 140 points in a Rucker Park game, and he was like a shooting guard or a point guard for Villanova, and it was pretty fucking. It was pretty sick. Um, those are like fun. But I mean, <laughs> uh, wine break. Yep. You have the bladder of a small child. I swear. Three point game, Brooklyn, Philly. Philly's up three. You you watch that game at all? It's it was right physical. It's on right now. It's still playing. I know. I, I watched the first quarter. It was physical as hell. Like Embiid kicked a guy in the nuts. It was it was yeah, pretty nuts. I mean, it's it's literally Peter Tucker just hit a free throw to go up three with eight seconds to go. Brooklyn's ball. It's on commercial right now. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't want to bet that game because I thought like it was it was the at home Brooklyn be kind of you know I could just see them stealing one. Yeah, first game home for sure. Uh, another one I have is the uh, another silly one. I mean, they're again that they're all so dark. I know most of the ones I found are pretty dark as well. The NBA is darker than people give it credit for. Yep. I mean, Malice at um, the Palace. Yeah, Malice in the Palace, not so much an urban legend. I mean, no, it was more just awesome. Proof. Yeah. I mean, we we do kind of. I mean, there's the <laughs> there's a Delonte West, LeBron James mom. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the reason that he had a such a terrible 2010 postseason. Was he found out that Delonte was banging his mom? And he played horrible in the postseason, and then he took his jersey off and ended up leaving Cleveland, going to Miami like that next year. He wasn't Delonte West his teammate at the time. Yeah, yeah. And LeBron's mom was like, no, like was like used to be a prostitute. So it's not like this lady knew what she was doing. So his, LeBron's father is probably Wilt Chamberlain, is what you're saying, dude. I've done a deep dive on who LeBron James's dad is. Pretty is pretty cool. Yeah. There's like a. You know, there was a guy who played, he was like a, you know, number 50 in like the 60s. He's a big power forward black dude. Was in Cleveland, the played for Cleveland the time of his mom was a teenager. He ended up going to prison, I think. And LeBron okay. knows who his dad, LeBron knows who his dad is too. But he won't say who it is. Like he oh, he does? Knows, yeah, he knows who his dad is. He's trying to talk to him. He's like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I'm good off you. Sure, sure. Um, Speaking of this, do you see the whole like Woody Harrelson uh McConaughey like they're talking about so 
Woody Harrelson's uh I think Woody Harrelson's or McConaughey's mom. Wait. Woody Harrelson's mom knew McConaughey's dad. So like they knew each other when they were Woody like, Harrelson confirms Matthew McConaughey might be his brother. Yeah. Because Woody Harrelson's mom, McConaughey's dad was like a drifter, like a crazy guy, I guess, or like was in the same city as her or some shit. And so they were saying that like uh, she was in the same city as McConaughey's dad the year that, uh, and they like knew each other. He was like, yeah, my mom said she, she's like, oh, I knew. Or Woody Harrelson's mom was like, oh, I knew McConaughey's dad. And then okay. the guy that raised Woody Harrelson isn't his dad. Or is like, because Woody Harrelson's dad was like a hitman, I'm pretty sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. So I think that, like, that, but that wasn't his biological dad. It was like maybe, a, I don't know. It's a whole thing, but they want to get a blood test now to figure out if it's actually his <laughs> brothers, which is kind of awesome. silly. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing a show now. They're doing a, a show on HBO where it's like they, they play themselves living in like a ranch in Texas in Austin together. That's I a show Matt, they're doing. Didn't Matthew, is he Matthew McConaughey in a Yellowstone spinoff? So he's going to take over Yellowstone after it ends. So, as an actor or as a producer? No, as an actor. So the, the rumor is that, uh, you know, Costner will die eventually in the in the yeah. show. And yeah. then the thing, is, this is what Ed told me, is that they're going to call, like, it's Costner's brother who fucking the only person that Beth hates more than her dad is fucking McConaughey. McConaughey. So McConaughey yeah. is going to come in and be the guy who, like, champions the ranch going forward after okay. Costner does. Interesting. That's the rumor. Um but Woody Harrelson and McConaughey are like shooting a series right now for HBO where they are playing themselves, but they're like Woody Harrelson's family gets evicted or something and they go and live with McConaughey on his ranch in Austin. Okay. So that's like a show they're shooting now. Which just like it's so like, hey, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Let's just yeah. play ourselves in the house that I live in and make a bunch of money and have fun shooting some shit. It's kind of like curbed or Seinfeld where there's like an exaggerated version of themselves essentially. Yeah. The best yeah. version of it. Yeah. Yeah. That smells fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> How about this McConaughey guy? All right. You don't got you got anything else? That's it. I said you wrap it up. Yep. Oh, hey, do you have any more gym gym run ins with your guy? No, I've been I've been avoiding him at all time. I stopped going to the gym. I stopped working out. I've been doing push ups in my bedroom. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably never go to the gym again, honestly. Hey, good wreck for you. Yeah. Wrist straps. Yeah. With the strap on it. Yeah, they look nice. I'm telling you, dude. That's just like just to like keep tension out of your hands, just to give you a little more pulling power. 